0: Let's get agreement that this is a strategic part. That area of alignment and synergy can be very Working important. To the future, we're committed to expand exciting time, time. There's still progress that needs to be made. This is Healthcare Strategies.
1: Hello, and welcome to Healthcare Strategies. My name is Kelsey Waddill, and I am the Senior Editor of Healthcare Intelligence and Multimedia Manager for Extelligent Healthcare Media. As payers and providers' health equity programs mature and expand, it's critical to keep track of how these initiatives are contributing to the patient experience and overall quality of care. The National Committee of Quality Assurance, or NCQA, set out to establish the standard for health equity progress and differentiate healthcare organizations that are leaders in this effort. Brian Buckley, Director of Health Equity Initiatives at NCQA, came on to Healthcare Strategies to share more about the importance of health equity measures and what NCQA has been up to. Dr. Buckley, thank you so much for joining us today. a oh,
0: pleasure to be here.
1: This is a conversation I've been really looking forward to having with you. And I wanted to start us off with a kind of broad question, and then we can get more into the nitty-gritty from there. But first, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and about your role at NCQA?
0: Yeah, sure thing. So I'm still kind of newer in my role at NCQA, but at a high level, I'm the Director of Health Equity Initiatives and many of people are like, what does that actually mean or entail? So a big part of my role is to lead our enterprise-wide strategy around health equity and throughout our products and services. So everything externally through our products, like our accreditation program. Our research, our measurement work with HEDIS, and even working with our federal and state policy folks, making sure that we are really aligned. I love comic books, so This is what people that work with me always have to hear from me. In many ways, I like the Justice League approach to things where I'm like, we have these superheroes all across our company and also all across the healthcare continuum. Our role as NCQA, my role here at NCQA is really creating the watchtower to make sure that we can be more intentional about the work that we do. And so that is really what I do. How I got here, though, through a series of lots of amazing experiences I've had, and I've I've gotten the privilege to work in so many areas of the health space. I'm public health trained, so all day you will always hear me talk about public health. I have my doctor in public health my master's in public health. I'm public health all the way. But I've worked with a lot of healthcare organizations. So I've worked at a hospital association before. So working with healthcare delivery, I've worked for a payer before. So I understand the payer space. I've also worked at a health system side. So those multi healthcare systems, and even at the local level, working with community-based organizations. And so It's such a privilege to work with NCQA, which has a wide net of folks that they work with, to really try to see how we can advance health equity together as a group effort across the healthcare continuum.
1: Excellent. Yeah, and I've been looking forward to this conversation in part because you've had so many experiences in all of these places, and I'm excited to hear your unique perspective on this issue. So um, I'd love to sort of start us out by talking kind of broadly about why we're having this conversation. What is the impact that quality measures can have on health equity in the U.S. overall?
0: Yeah. So I'll actually take it one step back on why are we even talking about equity to some degree? Because for folks that are familiar, and I know many that are listening, you're familiar with Crossing the Quality Chasm, where it really was one of the landmark reports that came out of the National Academy of Medicine to really highlighting what is the definition of high-quality healthcare. And specifically, what is healthcare quality? And it talks about healthcare quality being safe, efficient, person centered, timely, effective. But the last one that we often forget is equitable, making sure that everyone has a fair opportunity to get the best healthcare quality possible. And that means meeting them where they're at in many ways. And so when we talk about healthcare quality measurements, We have to make sure that we're focusing in on understanding where are there disparities within our systems, but how do those disparities highlight bigger problems of inequalities within the communities that we serve? And so that's why we talk about healthcare quality and why it's linked to measurement, because often we know what we can't measure, we can't fix. And so this is where measurement and accountability come into such an important space right now as we're talking about healthcare quality.
1: Great. Well, and I know NCQA is doing a lot to ensure that we can see it and that we can make change here. So I'd love to sort of dig into what NCQA has been up to, specifically starting out just with your health equity accreditation and health equity accreditation plus programs, because I know these have been becoming increasingly significant as indicators of stakeholder success in health equity. And so I was wondering if you could just explain the goals of that health equity accreditation process. And also, you know, once an organization determines that they'd like to participate, what happens? What's that process look like?
0: Yeah, great question. A lot of our health equity accreditation program and also our plus program let me kind of take you down memory Lane here so mm-hmm. we've been working on health Equity for quite some time because one of the things that ncqa we know is that high quality care is Equitable care and there can be no quality without equity and so we were early adopter actually even before my time and I want to give homage to all of the team members and folks that we've talked to that were part of this early journey when we really weren't talking about it in the same intensity that we're talking about now with our multicultural healthcare distinction, which is really the catalyst for a lot of the work that we've done. And it was really trying to identify acts to improve inequities by race and ethnicity and preferred language. So that's where the journey started. And as you mentioned before, last year we relaunched the, our multi-healthcare. Distinction Award to being called the Health Equity Accreditation Program and really gave it a refresh in many ways. And in this, we were trying to really understand how social needs and risk factors were really involved. And when we were thinking about our PLUS program, we're like, okay, how can we take this to the next level? And we know when we talk about health equity, it requires partnerships. And so I want people to remember that that P word right there, partnerships. And so we were looking at how do we actually understand our communities? How are the folks that have this distinction understanding the populations that they serve and making sure that they're thinking about partnerships on how they can improve inequities? Because inequities are not one organization can fix it alone. It requires a group effort, collective action to really do. And so that's really what brought us to our health equity accreditation and our PLUS program. And so that is the one thing I'm really excited about. The one new thing, as I mentioned before, with our health equity accreditation is we did a refresh on it, right? And so one of the things that we thought was, how do you think about organizational readiness, which was a new standard category that we built on top, which was really on our organizations really looking at their own internal hood. Because you can't do good health equity work externally without thinking about what you're doing internally. And we really, through the process of folks that are interested in this, it's really to see, do you have the foundations, the structures, the systems within your system to actually doing this? Correctly, And keep in mind, we know our health equity accreditation standard isn't perfect. It's a learning journey as we're on this health equity journey together. But we know it's a good start that you need to create certain systems in place. And then we couple that with a second new thing, new element, which is really understanding your populations that you serve. In our multi-healthcare distinction, we had race, and ethnicity, and language, but we also added into this new refresh gender identity and sexual orientation data. To Do you understand everything about the people that you serve? And so the rest is very similar to multi-healthcare distinction as a whole. And as I mentioned with the PLUS, we really focused on that cross-sectional partnership and engagement. So I know that was a lot that I just told everyone right there but if you are interested in learning more you know definitely look on our website about how to get involved and in talking to with any of our folks on the NCQA side to really getting started and a lot of that starts with that self assessment and understanding where are my gaps where do I want to go what's my current state And then from there, building off to seeing how I can make sure there's a foundation of getting the health equity accreditation. And when you feel that you got your system in order, then going to the PLUS program to really taking it to a whole nother level and working with partners.
1: That's great. And I love that we're starting there because the sort of assessing the internal structure, the internal readiness is the first step in being able to ensure that you're putting out an equitable approach to care. So that's excellent. I know, though, that, you know, you also do more external health equity efforts that assess kind of on a broader scale where we're at. And part of that is through your research. Could you talk a bit about what is the importance and the role of research in informing quality measures and ensuring that they are producing equitable outcomes?
0: Yeah. So the easiest way to kind of think about a lot of the work that we do at NCQ, or at least in my wheelhouse, is I like to think of three major programs and keep in mind we're working with health equity across everything because even as we're practicing what we preach, as well as we are also learning and thinking, we're also working on how we're building our own capacity internally. But I kind of think of three buckets our research, as you mentioned before, our measurements, and our programs. So I've talked a little bit about our programs around health equity, but we also do some really cool research. And we look at our research to really being how we think about knowledge creation, because I mentioned earlier, this is a journey and we've never lived in a society which has been equitable and just before. And so it requires asking some deep questions and learning and working with others to understand, okay, what do we need to do to advance health equity? And then once we know that, How do we then start building content around that, which then develops into our products like our health equity accreditation and evolution of other products that we're doing? So some of the cool research that we're doing in health equity that I want to just shout out. And as I said before, I'm merely the watchtower and we have like such an amazing group of folks at NCQA that are working on some really meaningful and thoughtful work in partnership with many community-based organizations. So one of them that I want to highlight is our birth equity accountability through measurement, because we talked about measurement. We codename it the BEAM Project. (laughs) And we're doing that in partnership with the National Birth Equity Collaborative. And it's one of the things that we want to be intentional about when we do our research is we don't do it alone or in the ivory tower, that we're actually working with organizations that are on the front line that can see what we can't see, and we have the humility to know what we don't see and that they can see some of that work. So how do we do things together? Just like I talked about that cross-sectional partnership that we have in the PLUS program, trying to walk the walk with what we're doing. And the goal of that project is to really establish birth equity quality measurement framework that promotes system alignment and generates measure concepts to develop tests for how do we actually make care better in the birth equity space. And so the high level impact that we want to do is really centering historically marginalized groups and promoting accountability and alignment in the healthcare system around birth equity. So that's like one project that I'm really happy about. And I just love their acronym of being BEAM. Another project that I'm working on, which I think relates really closely to our product work is the work that we're actually just concluding with the Commonwealth Fund, which was on expanding the evidence base for collecting race and ethnicity data. So one of the things that we've heard, especially when we were co-creating these standards and working with different stakeholders, many of the things we heard from our customers were, hey, collecting this race and ethnicity data is hard. We don't understand what are the challenges. And so one of the things we did was got some funding from the Commonwealth Fund to really the goal was to identify how health plans specifically, we were kind of centering them at the moment. Are currently collecting race and ethnicity data and what are some potential improvements and practices that can come out of that? And so that is work that leads right into our health equity accreditation because we don't want to just put out an accreditation for the sake of an accreditation. We want to make sure that we're coupling it with the research that can help be a guide point. So people can also feel like they're not alone in the challenges that they're seeing. And there are numerous challenges into some of these systems really advancing and evolving a lot of their work. And by the time folks are listening to this, we would have had our blog out around the Commonwealth Fund and some of the research that has come out of that work. And then the last one, and I'll pause here because I know there's so many research projects, but I'm just going to highlight my top three here, is one that I'm a PI on, which is a work that we're doing with PCORI, which stands for the Patient-Centered Outcome Research Institute for the folks that don't know that it's a Not for profit, non governmental agency that gives out grants. But we have some funding from them in partnership with the National Urban League. And so one of the things that I talked about earlier with our Health Equity Creation Plus program is that cross sectional partnership. And we know when it comes to health plans, healthcare delivery, FQHCs. The people that are in the community usually often know how to navigate the community best. And so those people are community health workers. And so this project is actually centered around how do we take work that we've done in the past and build on it to actually what does it look like to build a good community health worker program? Not a good community health worker, but a program. Hmm across health plans, healthcare delivery, FQHCs, and partnership with communities. And so a lot of the work that we're doing around that is looking at community health worker interventions and how we can relate it to healthcare organizations to really building out that capacity and hopefully offer guidance, change package for the work that must be done. Because often health plans, healthcare delivery, they don't always have the skill set. So it's really looking at how do we look internally to our communities to help socialize and also connect people to the services that they need and build that access piece. So I know that was a lot on the research side, but I'm just really proud of our team and the work that they're doing around these three areas.
1: Yeah. Well, and I know there's even more there, but thank you for highlighting those three. That's great work. And you know, one thing that I noticed that came out both in the health accreditation program and in this research that you all are are doing is partnership. And so actually, one question that I'd love to hear your thoughts on is are there any strategies that have emerged that are kind of the sort of leading strategies among organizations that are doing this really well that you've seen in terms of partnering with the people who know where there are barriers and what to do about it? How can healthcare organizations improve their partnership with organizations that are sort of more on the ground and community-based and are seeing this day in and day out?
0: Yeah, yeah great question. And an area I have learned a lot in my public health training in many ways. So I think one of the things that I often tell NCQA, one of the, the frameworks that I like to use as we think about partnerships, as we think about working with folks that are different from us is it's called a four P framework for intentionality. And I really adapted this for health equity. And so the four components are perspectives, process, people, and projection. And I think these are interesting concepts for folks to think about. One is perspectives know that you cannot see everything. So you need to see and talk with different people at all different levels of a community-based organization. You have to have the humility that I mentioned earlier before, understanding what you can't see. We all have blind spots and that's okay. And this is where we need partnerships to happen. And so as you're going into working with community-based organizations, folks that are not the same as you, is understanding that they might have different perspectives and experiences and lived experiences that are different. And so- Make sure you're actively listening, making sure that you have a reflective practice in your own system to really thinking about what is right about this, what's different about this, and where can I learn? Really having that growth mindset around perspectives that people might have and that humility. The next is process. We in healthcare have created a lot of processes that are not necessarily always equitable and do center healthcare in many ways. And so often when we're thinking about this work, we know there's a privileging with process. And so we have to also take an audit of where we have also failed as an institution, as an organization, in exasperating some of these inequities in our communities It might require us rethinking the system. One of my favorite Deming quotes is, every system is perfectly designed to get the results it gets. And so I think it requires us really looking at our system. And often one of the key things I hear when it comes to folks that are working with different partners is this phrase, well, typically we don't do this. And I think it's one of those things that we should take a pause on that and ask ourselves, what does typical mean? Typical means what we've always been doing. And if we're gonna do something different, we have to change how our paradigm is thinking. We have to think outside the box, but then also question why did the box even get created? And I think that's something that's very hard for many organizations to do. And so I think there's a, that process piece. Then the third is the people piece. There is an the emotional harm when we try to get everything perfect. Some of the things that I hear with people when they're trying to do this community work and trying to do equity work is they're, they're trying to make perfection be the enemy of good and they don't want to make mistakes. We're going to wait. Like we don't have all the data. So we're going to be in data paralysis. So we're just not going to do anything. And so just know that for every time we wait, there is emotional term. There is inequities that are constantly happen as we try to think about these things. So start somewhere. I'm very big fan of the PDCA model. Start somewhere. Whether it's our accreditation, something that you're doing, your own gap analysis, start somewhere and constantly learn and have that reflective practice and scale up. And then last, I would say on that question is projection. What's the story we're going to tell of ourselves of the future? And what is the story that others are going to tell about us? And so as we're thinking about partnerships, what would our partners say about us? Would they say that we were... We were intentional, that we were open, we were flexible. We looked at our processes and really changed them. Or would they say that, you know, we were being inflexible or we came in thinking we knew it all? And so I think that projection is going to be really important as we think about how do we do community work together together. What's the story that they're going to tell about us? And I think when you start to think about it, it makes you start to think about how you communicate with community organizations as a whole.
1: Thank you so much. I know we're nearing the end of our time here. So speaking of projection, (laughs) I know you're in your first year in this role, and I know you're probably getting this question a lot, but I'm going to ask it as well. What is your vision for NCQA and health equity? What do you want to see change? What do you think is going well? What are you projecting for your hopes for this organization?
0: Yeah, for 2023, building off that 4P framework is, I think for me, learning and making sure I have an open ear to hearing what some of the challenges folks are dealing with. And so for me, it's really working with community partners and building out our community partnership framework so we can partner with more people. And when we have public comments and we have different measures that we're considering putting out in the world... That we're not just talking to a whole bunch of healthcare folks, but we're also talking to folks in public health, community-based organizations, faith-based organizations. So really expanding that work to really being true to that humility piece that I mentioned before. From a process perspective, in 2023, working on our internal process and building out our internal capacity, our watchtower, as I mentioned before, and making sure We can train everyone across the organization to understanding health equity principles and challenging them with goals on how they can advance equity in whatever they do, whether it's in education, accreditation, policy, you have it. And even in our hiring approaches as a whole, I'm also going to be doing a lot of hiring as well. We are doing a lot of hiring to build those capabilities and those internal capabilities around health equity, behavioral health, which has a lot of intersection with health equity and a lot of our digital measures. And then people, always kind of looking at one of the areas that we're really looking to dive in deeper is around behavioral health and our patient-reported measures, and how do we incorporate experiences and needs of diverse groups. So I'm really looking forward on how we can expand some of our work around that. And then last with projection, I think I'm just, the story we tell ourselves, I'm also looking at how we can also build collaboration and Also meet each other. So I'm also happy for one of our events that will be this year as we bring a lot of folks together, our Health Innovation Summit, which it will be October 23rd to the 25th in Orlando, Florida. Really bringing a whole bunch of thought leaders together to really keep this conversation going on where we need to grow as a healthcare industry, into really advancing equity. And where do we need to humble ourselves and change our processes to really meeting people where they're at and working with partners across all different sectors to doing this work together. So I think those are the things that I'm looking forward to in 2023 to keep our ship going with all the cool things that we're working in, our research and our products, but also a lot of the other internal work and external work that I'm also trying to work on.
1: Excellent. Wow. It sounds like a very full docket, but <laughs> excited to see all as ahead for you guys. And is there anything that we touched on that you wanted to dig into more or anything that we didn't touch on that you wanted to make sure to mention before we before we close?
0: Yeah, I think one last thing I would mention is we do a lot of work around products, research and also measurement. And so we also are doing a lot of things on addressing health equity in our HEDIS work to really helping to bring transparency about inequities, promoting inclusive approaches, and really expand addressing social risks and to improve health outcomes. And so we are requiring stratification by some of our measures by race and ethnicity in measurement year 2023 in five key areas. And then in HEDIS measurement year 2023, we will be expanding that to eight more. So it will be 13 measures over the course that we're going to be stratifying by race and ethnicity. And also going through that audit of our HEDIS measures to making sure that we're more gender inclusive in all of our measures as well. And so that's also something I'm also really excited about as we weave and embed health equity into everything that we do at NCQA.
1: Exciting. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Buckley, for coming on to the healthcare strategies and sharing what's happening at NCQA and what you're hoping for in the future as well. And thank you so much for your time today.
0: You're so very welcome. Thank you for inviting me
1: listeners, we would love to hear your insights on this topic as well. So if you have any thoughts that you would like to share or any questions or topics that you think that we should cover in future episodes, please reach out to me at kwedill at extelligentmedia.com. That's K-W-A-D-D-I-L-L at ExtelligentMedia.com to share your thoughts. And also don't forget to drop us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. Thanks for listening. This is a Tech Target production.